Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you've been hurt in a car accident or slip and fall, then call the law office of Seltzer Mayberg at 855-5000-LAW or go to onecalllegal.com. Mention 5 Reasons Sports to get a free consultation. With 24-7 availability, they'll make sure you work directly with an attorney to get you the compensation that you deserve. Once again, 855-5000-LAW. That's Seltzer Mayberg. Let me introduce you to another sponsor, bestever.com. That is B-S-T-E-V-R.com. Bestever.com is a fantasy sports simulator that uses real-life data to simulate hypothetical situations. For example, ever wondered if Dan Marino could win a Super Bowl with a top 10 running game? We all have. You can do that with bestever.com. Let's say the Dolphins are in the running for a big free agent. Just add them to the current team and simulate games to see how it can turn out. Just open a free account and start building your own story and have bestever.com spit out game stories just for you. Bestever is not only fun to use, but has many uses beyond just curiosity. Go to bestever.com. That's B-S-T-E-V-R.com. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a revolutionary new daily fantasy game whereby you pick two, three, or four players to go over or under their fantasy point projections, and if you're correct, you win. Pick two or more players from the same sport or league or go cross leagues for your parlay. Use the promo code 5, that's F-I-V-E, 5, and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. But first, sign up at prizepicks.com to start winning today. Hey, Dolphins fans, if you like what you're hearing so far on 3 Yards Per Carry, don't forget you can check out the extension of the 3 Yards Per Carry podcast over on the 5 Reasons YouTube channel, The Extra Yard, hosted by me, Michael Christian. A Daily Dolphin show where we Kai, talk about Kai. all things. Did, 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 did he just? Did he just? forget not? about us? This is our Kai. show, Juan. Those are the two voices talking. We're Juan Cardona and Kai Chen Chisholm, the two other hosts of The Extra Yard. They are good guys, except for right now. They always cause some trouble. Don't forget, you can check us out on the 5 Reasons YouTube channel talking all things Dolphins every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Welcome to 3 Yards Per Caddy a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. 
Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf and Simon. Welcome to Three Yards for Carry, our second episode of the week. And in this episode, we are going to look at the wide receiver market, which uh, some really good talented players, uh, the wide receiver position in free agency, and the Dolphins were expected to be interested in at least one of them and maybe more. But the bottom seems to have fallen out of the world. And you've got some of the sort of the, the lower rated receivers signing early. The Dolphins obviously inking Robert Foster earlier in the week. And we've seen Marvin Jones, we've seen AJ Green, we've seen two or three, but but not the big names that we expected, the Kenny Golladay's. The Curtis Samuels, the Juju Smith-Schuster's, what's happening to them? What's happening with the Dolphins? Are they waiting? Are they being cautious? It remains to be seen. Are the Dolphins, because what looks like it's going to happen is that guys are going to end up signing one or two-year deals and then coming back into the market in two years' time to hopefully make the sort of cash they were going to expect to make this year. Alf is here, obviously. Chris is obviously here. I'm Cy. Simon, whatever you want to call me. I mean, I don't know. What do we call I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't even know why I said that. Anyway, the boys are here. Let's talk wide receivers. Fellas, what do you think is happening with the receiver market? Is it as as cut and dried as I said, or is there something else at play? Alf, what do you reckon? Yeah, I believe that that's, that's what's happened. I think the, the money just isn't there. I thought, and I said so on an earlier podcast, that maybe the Dolphins could get away with a fast one here. And, you know, I, not that they were going to make an offer to this guy, but, I, you know, hypothetically, Juju Smith-Schuster, maybe they, they wind him, they dined him, and they said, you know what, we really want to take care of you. Here's a long-term deal. How about five years, $50 million? And he just stared at it and said, really? Like, this is what's this is what this market is like right now? And I thought maybe the Dolphins were capable of pulling something off like that. But I guess these guys are a little bit smarter than that. And they're probably looking at what's out there and they're saying, man, this is just not, this is just not what we're, what we signed up for. You know, maybe we'll wait this out, get a one-year deal with, a, with, you know, on some favorable terms, maybe with some incentives on a really good team. So I could, you know, be seen and let's do it all over again next year. Because that seems to be where we're headed with some of these guys. Chris? If you look at the market right now, Corey Davis was actually – I would call him one of the big yeah. big names probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Nelson Aguilar, you know, might have been one of those too. Corey Davis signed for $12.5 million a year on a three-year deal uh, with the New York Jets. They were looking for a receiver. Obviously, Corey Davis ended up being the guy that they um, they took. I think the New England situation with Nelson Aguilar or with Nelson Aguilar and uh, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar signed two years, 22 million, uh, and Kendrick Bourne signed three years, 15 million, so five million a year. Um, I think that's interesting because a lot of people thought that they were in on Curtis Samuel, and a lot of people were, you know, really salivating over him. And you kind of wonder if this was one of those situations where Curtis Samuel wouldn't play ball. And so they said, okay, F you, we're going to get two for the price of what we were thinking um, with, with Curtis Samuel. I, I don't know if they're actually going to pay him 16 million, but you know, um, in, in theory, they, they're probably just, they probably just went two for one here. Um, and so I think that what's, what's happening is as been alluded to, is uh, these guys are coming to market saying, I just want a one-year deal because they know that this is a glut- this is a good draft year for wide receivers, and or at least the NFL regards it to be um, a good draft year for wide receivers. And they also know that there's been a massive global budget cut. And so they're just saying, okay, I'm just going to take a one-year deal, um, you know, do well, and then bet on myself and come back and uh, circle back next year. And I think the teams aren't having that. 
<laughs> I think the teams are, uh, you know, yeah, they did a one. AJ Green got a one-year deal for six million dollars. Emmanuel Sanders got a one-year deal for six million dollars. Um, you know, Tyrell Williams, if you go back a bit, for four million dollars. The one-year deals are small <laughs> in this market right now. There, John Ross's two, two, you know, two and a quarter uh, million-dollar deal is a one-year deal. John Brown uh, under four million. The one-year deals are small, and I think that the the player or the the teams are balking against the players' demand for a one-year contract. I think that that is I, I've been told that that is the problem with Juju Smith-Schuster, um, and then that Kenny Galladay. There's you know whispers about other things happening. Um, I think that he has been interested in New York the entire time. The Jets obviously, um, you know, they shot their their one bullet with uh, Corey Davis. And now he's looking at the giants and saying, please, please, please pick me. And now he's got a visit there. So um, I think that, uh, I think that it really is about the, the terms and about the, um, the, the years in particular. And, and maybe, you know, Miami just might move on, you know, who knows. Mm. Um, for those of you listening, you did hear me, but I'm drinking Lucas aid and it's very, very fizzy. So I do apologize if any of you pick that up. Um, <laughs> Anyway, back at receivers. What, Kenny Galladay, as we sit here tonight, we're recording this on a Wednesday evening. Kenny Galladay is about to visit the Giants, which is quite interesting, obviously coming off the injury, the hamstring and the hip. And I suspect the Giants want to see him And there's physically. a report. And there's a report that the Bengals have an offer on the table for Kenny Galladay. Yeah, yeah hmm. just seen that as well. The, the situation with the Dolphins is quite interesting because I floated this on social media last night. Do you think there might be a possibility? And we talked on the, the last show earlier in the week about maybe the Dolphins being a bit cautious in free agency because they were saving up for Deshaun Watson. I suppose the, the flip side of that is, do you think that they're waiting for the bottom to fall out of the receiving market so they can offer both Juju Smith-Schuster and Curtis Samuel contracts a couple of years? Boys, you're both 24 years old. You know, in two years' time... You signed for us for 12, 10, 12, 30 million a year. Um, in two years' time, you're going to go back in the market age 26 when the, the, the salary cap's going to be back to normal and then some. And you could make some serious dollar. Well, I mean, what do you think about that? Do you think, A, that the Dolphins would even be considering that? And do you think the players are getting to a position where they almost feel like if they don't start taking deals now that every day their, their value depreciates? I sure hope. I sure hope that that's what they're planning on on doing because both of these guys are really good players, and we're approaching that place where you know these guys are going to be playing. They're going to be value at ten, eleven, twelve million dollars, considering what's what's out there. Now, can you get them for more than one year? That'd be awesome if they if the Dolphins can swing something like that with a with a team option, which I doubt. It's probably likely going to be a player option. If they could swing something like that, you got to think that's a coup. But there's also another possibility we got to think of. Maybe they really look at the wide receiver position and say, you know what? We're fine with what we have right now, and we're going to the draft to improve this unit. And But do you really believe that, though? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I do we really believe that? I can't, I can't fathom that they believe it, and I don't believe it. But maybe they've convinced themselves that they, you know, you know what, this room is, this wide receiver room is fine, and we just add Devonta Smith to it, or we add Jalen Waddle to it, and then you know maybe a, a a later round pick for depth. Maybe they they believe that, you know, who knows if they take Cal Pitts at number three, and let's say Amari Rogers at thirty six. That's a pretty good pass catching group. 
Maybe that's what they're thinking. Who knows? But yeah, it is odd to me that they're you know, they haven't been linked to anybody as you know seriously pursuing any of these wide receivers. I hope they are. I, I, in my estimation, they need to. They need to go after one of these guys. Chris, I think that it's not going to be Curtis Samuel and Juju Smith Schuster that, that that could end up on deals like that, like you're like you're describing, Simon. Like two for one, go back. I think. There, think of all the guys that we're not even talking about, you know, while, while we're sitting here like, why haven't Curtis Samuel, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kenny Galladay signed yet? You know, we're looking at, but we're not, we're not even talking about like Josh Reynolds or, uh, you know, Isaiah McKenzie or, um, you know, or Will Fuller. Hilton. Or T.Y. Well, Hilton. Well, on well the Will sh- Full, I think Will Fuller is probably a little bit more front and center than T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, um, on the show that probably, we did on on the free a free agency frenzy show, we even had some some news broken where T. Y. Hilton essentially told some, one of the panelists, "Yeah, you know, I'd love to play in Miami this year." So, and that he's wanted to for years, but yes. you know, he's but it just didn't work out that way. But yeah, Will Fuller's I mean, hamstrings. I mean, is that not? Yeah, I mean, sure. There's there's injury issues with Will Fuller, and I think we know that. But I think that he's also a really talented deep threat. And I think that um, we're not. It, it's, it's 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 striking to me that we're not talking about um, you know the, these guys, Sammy Watkins or um, Keelan Cole, or uh, you know I mentioned De- Demir Bird, but um, I don't know how coveted he's going to be or what. But uh, you know what about uh, what about um, Antonio Brown? I mean he's he's out there too. And as we said, T.Y. Hilton. I mean there's a there's a lot of guys out there that aren't named you know, Juju Smith-Schuster and Curtis Samuel. And if it's this hard on these guys, on the Curtis, I mean, look at the, look at the contracts that have been signed. They're all, they're all like, uh, aside from Corey Davis, the ones that I mentioned, Corey, Corey Davis and Nelson Aguilar got the big money. And by the way, you know, if you had squares on Corey Davis and Nelson Aguilar as being the only guys that would get big money, um, among the receivers at this point, you know, congratulations. Um, I'll, I'll readily admit, I'm usually really good at this. I completely blew Nelson Aguilar's uh, value in this market. I, I, there's yeah. no way I had him at that number. Two, no million, two, two years, two, $22 million with 16 guaranteed. I mean, that's pretty good. Um, but everybody else is 6 million. Everybody else is 6 million and below, like 4 million, 4 million, 3 million, 4, you know. And so imagine what kinds of contracts are going to need to be signed by some of the guys that I just mentioned. Like if, if Juju and, and Curtis can't even get any play and Will Fuller can't even get any play, then what's T.Y. Hilton going to have to go for? You know, what's, what is even Sammy Watkins going to have to go? What is Keelan Cole going to have to go for? Um, you know, these, these sorts of guys, maybe Miami is playing the way – maybe they're, they're being sticklers with Curtis and Juju – um, and I don't know if they're really in on Kenny Galladay or not. Um, maybe because they know that they can just circle back around and, well, okay, we'll just take T.Y. Hilton. He's begging to be here, you know, um, mm-hmm. and we'll get him for like $2 million or something like that. If you could pick a receiver sitting here Wednesday night that's out there that fits schematically, that fits mentally, that fits with Tua, that can do all the things that we're looking for, a free agent. Uh, big or little, and we know that some of the guys that we have talked about liking, including Aguilar, including Kendrick Bourne, both of those have gone to the Patriots. Pick one, first of all, that you two would pick if you were the general manager of the Miami Dolphins. Chris first and Alf. 
I would go with Curtis Samuel, and I think that's because of how many different things. He, he, he takes carries, but he's not just like a jet sweep guy. I mean, they, they give him carries out of the backfield. He, he, he runs inside zone. I mean, he runs inside zone as a running back um, and, and can be, can play like a scat back that way. Uh, there you go, Alf. And, um, and I think that, I think that because of that, because he runs out of the backfield, you know, he runs um, all kinds of different routes from every single spot on the field. It really feeds into this idea that Miami could start to be a little bit more positionless. We talk about Kyle Pitts, like, where is he going to line up? What, you do against him but they already have a guy like that and mike gesicki too um where is he going to line up what do you do against him uh, and so i think that if you get a guy like curtis samuel who can line up in the backfield and take handoffs like a running back or can line up in the slot can line up on the um perimeter uh it, it, and his speed i mean his speed is for real it's 430 type speed and you see it in action um and so uh so i think that um I think that he's a guy that you really, I mean, if you're an offensive coordinator and you're trying to come up and draw up the X and o, X's and O's and the game plan for the week, then you're like, you know, giddy about having him. Alf? Yeah. I'm completely with, with Chris here on this. Yeah. It would be Curtis Samuel. And it's, and it's not because of the reasons that some of the reasons, well, yeah, for some of the reasons that Chris gave, but a few other reasons, the closer I moved the Cal Pitts in the draft, the further I move away from my choice, which is Juju Smith-Schuster. I, you know, it's hard to say that, you know, great players, you know, they don't fit together, but I don't know. They start, you start occupying too many of those same spots on the field when you have a Mike Gusecki, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Kyle Pitts. So I would think Curtis Samuel is probably the better fit, gives you much more versatility going into the draft. And, He's not just like Chris said. He's not just a, he's not a gimmick guy. I saw I, you know I saw plenty of his tape that suggests that he's a really really tough cover in the medium zones and intermediate passes. And we know he can run past people. So you know I think his best football is yet to come. I think the best player is probably Juju Smith Schuster. But if we're looking at Kyle Pitts, I think Curtis Samuel just plays off of him so well that it's a four. It's it's the more versatile pick. And yeah, I would just take him. I think his best football is still to come. Give us a one-word answer. So you, we've had your choice. If you were GM, give us a one-word answer on between now and the next show that we do next week. The Dolphins will have signed one receiver. Uh, we would imagine. Who do you think that will be? Hilton. I was going to go with Chris. Hilton. Hilton. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. And then uh, I suppose my final question of this week's show before we wrap up and, uh, and look ahead, because so much to come with free agency, so much to come with the draft. And we kind of, you know, we're trying to segment each of each of our shows and give you something different. But if um, do you think the Dolphins will get rid of players that they have on the road? We've talked about Devontae Parker potentially being traded. We've talked about him potentially even being cut after June the 1st. Preston Williams has only played 10 games in two years. You know, with Alan Hearns is coming back. Albert Wilson is coming back. So if you could make a wide receiver five, i.e. five players who would make the opening roster, let's say the opening roster needs to be announced on Saturday of this week. Give me your five receivers of the current Dolphin crop, including Robert Foster, obviously no draft picks. If you were Chris Greer, 
what's your five that you start the season with tomorrow, Chris, or on Saturday? It's uh, Devontae Parker, um, Preston Williams. Uh, I think as of right now, you know, Albert Wilson, because he's done things in this league. And, um, and so, you know, that would probably be the, the next guy. And then, uh, you know, let's just call it rounded out with Jakeem Grant and Robert Foster. I've got some breaking news for you. Oh, no. Curtis Samuel is expected to sign with who on a three-year deal worth $34.5 million dollars. Washington football team. And... Oh, Alf, come Alf, on. come on. Stop <laughs> cheating. It's such a fun uh, game until you cheated. Uh, he ruined it. Good God. Well, it's flashing right in front of my face. So, Ryan Fitzpatrick, huh? Get another target to throw to. That's a nice signing to, pl- to pair with Terry McLaurin. Absolutely. Like, that's. Uh, yeah, but hey, that, that does Ryan Fitzpatrick up. like throwing to guys like that, though? Yeah. Like those, no, really. those small, those small fast guys. Yeah. I think we should trade them all of our big slow guys. Feels like it's juju or bust for the Dolphins, then, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. And give me, give me your little guys. All right. The uh, a starting five and no draft picks, right? Well, Parker, Parker's wide receiver one here. Preston Williams. I think Albert Wilson has done stuff in the league, and you had to start busting down. Jakeem Grant, so that means you need a fourth. Lynn Bowden, I think it's number four. And number five. And number five. Number five, I would say Malcolm Perry and Jakeem Grant, a fight to the death, and whoever comes out takes number five. Yeah, for some reason I'm I'm assorted I sorted my all of the Dolphins salary, you know, they're all the on books salaried players for this year. And I did not see Lynn Bowden or Malcolm Perry. <laughs> so, so, oops, sorry guys, you got cut because uh, I just wasn't very thorough. So, we're down to what? Will Fuller, T.Y. Hilton, Kenny Golladay, Juju Smith-Schuster. We shall see how it plays out. Obviously, the draft is to come and we will get deep into a very, very deep receiver class. We have fired through two impressive shows this week if there's one player my final question before we go one player that you were disappointed to lose in the early days of free agency who signed somewhere else who would it be alf well after i saw the number you know i thought it was a pipe dream but i think carl lawson like that's a guy that i would have wanted to get into a room but then i saw what he got and i said okay dolphins were probably not players you know and and you know i I i would be lying if i didn't say that it sucks that he's going to new york you know Chris, you know, since he already, since Alf already took mine um, with <laughs> Carl Lawson, I'll, let me just say that today, seeing that Hassan Reddick, and I don't know, we kind of mm. busted his chops uh, on the show, but he went for like one year or eight million dollars. That's not bad. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all right, you yeah, know. Like, and and that's, that's one of those that, that buy in. Like, why couldn't that be us, right? Yeah. For that buy-in, for that buy-in, I would have I would have taken a look and see if we could string together too. Hmm. Hmm. There is no more, as Alf would say, as Jim Mandich would say. We will be back next week. There will be all sorts of changes. We may be celebrating a new wide receiver. It could be T.Y. Hilton. It could be Julius Smith-Schuster. It could be Will Fuller. It might not be anybody, quite frankly. Uh, but we will have all the latest news and reaction, and it will be the best Dolphins coverage you can get on a podcast anywhere. I can guarantee you that. You can follow us all 
on our own individual Twitter accounts. Chris Kaufman, I think, is at CK Para. Alf, I can't remember what you are now, but you used to be at section whatever it was, 2256. I am at Alf underscore Artiaga now. There you go. And I'm at Cy Clancy. But you can follow us all on at three yards per carry and also on Instagram uh, at three yards per carry as well. And the bigger, wider network run by the most excellent Ethan Skolnick is the Five Reasons Sports Network for all your kind of local Florida, Miami Heat, etc., etc. news, information, and analysis. We shall be back next week. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Carry. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.